Hey guys, this is Sammy Lee Davis. I just want to do a quick intro to let you know that uh, we had some audio troubles originally doing this podcast. Um, I tried to edit out as much as I could, but unfortunately some of it is in there. Uh, so I'm very sorry about that. Also, I'm sorry that this is coming to you a little bit later than expected. Um, I do work at Target, so sometimes it gets crazy and I actually don't have time to do some stuff. So I'm sorry that uh, that's kind of delayed an episode, um, but I'm hoping to get back on track on episodes coming out every Saturday from here on out. And I will make sure to give you updates or let you know on my Instagram at Sammy Lee Davis. Um, you can also check out the podcast and kind of what I'm doing at SammyLeeDavis.com. And links to all that stuff will be in the description. So I hope you enjoy this episode of What Makes Me Laugh. Hello, everybody. This is What Makes Me Laugh. Uh, literally the podcast where we talk about things that make us laugh. I'm Sammy Lee Davis, and I'm joined today by... Jessie Marie. Ow, what? Ow. what? She's back with the red hair and the cute glasses. It is literally like a year after our old, our first podcast, um, because I have commitment issues. Yay. <laughs> well, my sense of humor has totally changed, so I'm much more serious now. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not convinced. So I've been gr drinking green tea all day. You're going to bring the demons out in me? <laughs> this is mad <laughs> now. Go watch Hot Rod. You don't have anything else to do because COVID. Because COVID-19 is living its La Vida Loca. Uh, but Truly, yeah, you know I guess... What? Us humans can say a lot of shit about 2020, but coronavirus is living its best life it has never flourished like this before it's doing what it loves which is destroyed all our lives yeah well you know this is like that uh this virus is kind of like that drunk girl that goes to the party and ruins the party for everybody but is having the time of their life i was that drunk girl <laughs> honestly coronavirus slept with everybody's boyfriend yeah, we're mad at her, but we also know she doesn't age well. You know what I mean? 14 exactly. days and she's done. Screw her. I want my BF back. I'm so fucking weird. <laughs> we took a turn. We always do. I did take it. We <laughs> always do. We always think something's funny and then it's not. <laughs> the truth is, we're always the two who go too far. <laughs> yeah. we're those drunk girls at the party that are ruining the party <laughs> that reminds me of have you seen those memes that are like <laughs> that are that always start with like this bitch and then it says something and then at the bottom it's like it's me i'm this bitch <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, i love a good meme we'll talk about memes at some point too i don't because that's that's uh, one for the books. But today, you know, we're actually going to be sharing stories about our experience with COVID-19. 
Um, at this point in my life, I work at a Starbucks in a Target. Um, the the like the dream for most white girls. Literally, when my manager asked me, like, "Hey, why do you want to work here at Target?" and I was like, "Well, I'm a white girl, so I guess that pretty much says everything. Why would I not want to work at Target?" <laughs> he laughed too. He didn't. He couldn't believe I said that. I was like, "Well, I mean." what 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 else what else am i supposed to say i have nothing uh the only way i express myself is through humor um you're like by the way do i get a discount on the dollar section do i and i do it's the 85 cent section now honey (laughs) i got rid of that tax and then some yeah, it's the closest you will ever be to a five-finger discount. Because I can put all those plastic doodads on each finger. What? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? No, yeah, I agree with you. Put the plastic on your fingers. See how that works out for you. No. God damn it. Uh, this is why I shouldn't hear myself talk ever. Because I think... I love the sound of my voice, but I say the stupidest shit. I'm probably gonna cut that out. Uh, but yes, I work at Target. Um, they did shut down my Starbucks because of the COVID nineteen thing, and so now I just do like checkout and other random things around the store. Um, they had me cleaning carts for a while, which was not super bad, except for when they wanted to make me do it for like eight hours a day, five days a week. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people. I don't like cleaning enough to do this. And a lot of other people that I work with want to do it. So can we just switch that out? Just because I clean all day at Starbucks does not mean I like cleaning. I clean at Starbucks because I'm trying to make sure all of y'all stay healthy. So I've got some stories. About COVID nineteen, uh, so many. Uh, Jesse, what are you doing currently? How has COVID nineteen affected you? The drunk asshole she is. Oh my gosh. Well, how has COVID nineteen impacted me? Um, I live in a two hundred square foot studio apartment with my husband and our sweet dog. Um, and during COVID, um, okay, I'm also in grad school, and so our entire summer term has been moved to online classes, which means I have to be on Zoom, like, six hours a day. It's been super fun. Um, and also during this, um, my lovely husband, his work schedule shifted to where he's now, one, he's working from home, and two, his shift is from 2 a.m. to 11 a.m., and then he sleeps from like 11 to 7 p.m. Um, so for those of you who are tracking with this story, that means I spend about all of the daylight hours sitting in the dark. <laughs> um, or I can break quarantine rules and I can go to my lovely friend's house. I'm okay. I'm only seeing one friend and like, the people who live in her household and then my husband so it feels fine to me um and they are all quarantining but I've been spending a lot of time over there 
because then I don't have to sit in the dark. Um, so we're making it through. But during this time, I have seen people do some truly wild things. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, and I'm excited to share all of these things that I've witnessed with you. <laughs> Great. Okay, I have one. I so every morning I have been going to the park by our house called I live in Seattle for those of you who do not know and um there's a park by our house called Green Lake and it's exactly what it sounds like it's outside in the wilderness and it's wonderful and it's around a big huge lake and walking it once is three and a half miles so since I can't go to yoga because my yoga studio is closed I have been getting my ass up out of bed every morning at 8 30 and walking one if not two loops to like get myself out in the sunshine because it also has not rained in like three weeks which is the longest stretch Seattle has seen in a long time and so it's fine it's great we've been staying six feet apart it's wonderful um well yesterday I was (laughs) walking and this um this man passed me who he was an older gentleman he was probably like 65 or so and he ladies and gentlemen was wearing a maxi pad, um, pad side to his face, sticky side out to the world, um, that was then duct, he duct taped the back of the sticky side of the maxi pad so that he could put rubber bands on the inside and strap it around his ears so it wouldn't fall off, and I just about rolled over and died because I was laughing so hard, and I was trying not to make fun of him because we were in the same space for like three minutes and he also was the person that was walking around with an actual measuring tape making sure that everybody was six feet apart oh you freaking kidding me (laughs) so we've seen some things in this covid 2020 (laughs) situation oh my god uh so one of my big story one of my big things in this whole COVID-19 thing is I have the exact same conversation with everybody that I come in contact with because I do check out right now at Target. Um, I have the exact same conversation about COVID-19 with every single person. The only There's just some elements that are different. So it's kind of like I'm in a constant mad lib of conversation where there's little pieces that are like blocked out for you to fill in your own answer, but it's the same exact conversation every single time. That's my life. (laughs) And every once in a while, somebody will surprise me with their answers, but it's not likely. And I mean, I've kind like not to stereotype people, but there's definitely certain types of people that seem to have the that seem to fill in the same things for the Mad Lib conversation I'm constantly in. Like, you know, like Groundhog Day. Yes, it's like Groundhog Day with every new person that comes to the checkout, and we have the same conversation. I mean- Listen, to be fair, the world is stuck in Groundhog's Day right now. I know, but dear God, I want to talk about, I just want to talk about 
anything other than COVID-19 because that is all I talk about all day, constantly with everybody. You're low-key wishing somebody would walk in and be like, so I just murdered somebody and there's a body in the trunk of my car. Would you like to help me bury it? By God, I would love that fucking conversation. I would be gung-ho for it. I'd be like, hell yeah, this guy murdered somebody. Ugh. Thank goodness. I've got to call the police, though. And Um, hopefully he's going to put us all to gunpoint and we have to deal with that new trauma in our life. Okay, this does remind me of a very fascinating conversation I just had with one of my dear friends from school. Um, Mm -hmm. We were texting each other about our manic energy that we feel building in us because of COVID-19. Yes. Okay, I actually have a theory that our manic energy that we don't know where to put is why Tiger King is as big as it is right now. It's because nobody has anything going on in their own lives. And then they have all this festering, like, we don't want to admit it, but we kind of need some drama of some kind. Also, why is everybody in their own little cage? Nobody's breaking any rules. This shit is crazy. We need to break something. And then there's Tiger King and it fills every single box. Every crazy box you could ever build yourself, it has. It has everything. You will not be bored for a moment that you're watching it. And then, not to mention the fact that after you watch it, there is a plethora of comedy gold out there for you. Because you will understand (laughs) every meme, every TikTok. Every Instagram coast, every Carol Baskin oh my God. poll, you will understand it all if you just take the plunge into Tiger King. Um, that was a tangent, which is not actually what I wanted to talk about originally, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, that, that was beautiful. You're really bringing a lot of psychology to this conversation. <laughs> Okay, but so my friend and I, when I was like talking about my like crazy energy that I had, I was like, I don't know what this is. I, but I feel this need to like, I want to break something. I want to go skinny dipping. We want to steal some things from the liquor store. We want to streak. We want to jump into a pool of jello. We want to maybe go skydiving. Maybe we should pierce something, or I should dye my hair, or I should tattoo myself, or I should tattoo you. Or maybe we should try some drugs. Like, I was like, we need to do something. Because I cannot, like, with the consistency in my life right now, it's too much. There is too much consistency. (laughs) Did we have that conversation where you're the type of person that goes from, like, 0 to 100 real fast? Like, it goes from somebody being like, hey, guys, let's skinny deep. And then you're like, hey, guys, let's skinny deep skinny dip with like all these sharks and a whale and see which one kills us first yeah I'm not gonna lie to you the conversation started with like should I dye my hair and I sent her a picture of like a redhead with turquoise streaks in her hair and I was like look at this badass bitch that could be me and then she (laughs) got back and she's like why stop there pierce your nipples and I was like you know what better yet let's tattoo you Give me the tattoo gun. And then we just, like, ran. We just went <laughs> to some places. And it ended with, like, <laughs> we're going to streak. 
down to the place where we could go skinny dipping into a pool made of jello and we'll grand finale by like robbing the store on the way home like just how how am i the person that's looking on the outside and be like that's crazy shit like how is that me in this situation you literally as you were going up this mountain and reaching the peak of this conversation my eyes got wide i was like what the hell is she doing what is she saying i know she's not gonna do any of this but uh how am i the call me method for your madness i know i think that her point in being like why stop there do this other thing was to get yeah. to like in response to me like she was like oh that's a bad idea you shouldn't dye your hair let me tell you it's a bad idea by giving you a worse yeah. idea, but it just <laughs> totally backfired. And no. I like took it and ran, and she was like, "Oh God, <laughs> bring me back! Bring We're here me now!" Back. And then you become the person that comes to me and says, "I just murdered somebody. You want to help me bury the body?" Yeah. And that's where it goes. I Full drive. I, I'm gonna drive all the way to you. Show up to your target in Colorado and be like, hey, I heard you had a Mad Lib situation. I'm here to invite you to a choose your own adventure. Do you get in the car with me or not? yes or no. Uh, in that situation, I would quickly go on the walkie and say like, hey, I need to take my 15 a little early today. And by 15 minutes, I mean 15 days. <laughs> I mean, I'm never coming back. Bye, bitches. <laughs> I got a body to bury. <laughs> I will say though, I am e incredibly excited to see all of the stand-up comedian specials that are going to come out of COVID. Oh, like yes. I don't know what John Mulaney has up his sleeve, but you better bet your ass it's going to be good. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for another Eliza uh, Slissinger. Oh yes, God. I love her stuff. I can rewatch her shit over and over again, and I don't understand why. And she could talk about the same thing over and over again. I really don't fucking care. I'm gonna watch her new uh, Netflix special instantly, the moment it comes out. Um, that reminds me of another hilarious COVID thing that I witnessed. Yeah. Um, so at my friend's house, the friend that I'm like kind of quarantining with um there mm -hmm. is i don't know what it is in this time period that we're experiencing with um men who are like 60 and older and they're really fun traits they have but there is a man who every day <laughs> he is like in his 60s okay i want you to uh -huh. envision this because the visual is very important um and he's marinating outside around her block and around the whole neighborhood like by the grocery store and everything and nothing other than his rainbow speedo holy fuck and it is holy fuck honestly he's a vision you know every time he runs by the window <laughs> i'm like i just look at my friend and i just say that line from juno where she's like all i see is pork swords that is like the line <laughs> that i think every time this rainbow studio <laughs> runs by the window. Uh, oh my god. I, you know, I feel like checkout people are now the bartenders of the world at this time. 
because everybody wants to tell me their freaking problems. I had one guy with no prompting. I was like, hey, how are you doing? I'm a substitute teacher. And you know what? As you can imagine right now, it's really hard. And my wife is having a hard time and went into this whole spiel. I was like, do you have Target Circle by chance? Okay, we're going to go into this. <laughs> trying to sidestep. <laughs> you were like the opposite of the Target lady on SNL. Oh, yeah. Target! I imagine like, you to be like... Out. I imagine you to be like if um, Stevie from Shit's Creek worked at Target. Like, <laughs> don't know. Don't care. Scan don't care. and go, please. You know, I am actually... At, you know, that energy lives inside of me. But um, I have been conditioned to be the target lady. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the hand motions. <laughs> target. Wait till they see the balloons. The balloons. I do comment on what people buy and I am like, oh, dear God, what have I become? I hate this person. I don't, I should not care what you buy. It's your business. But I've got nothing better going on in my life at the moment than to Ooh, comment about your shit. Purchase? Oh, the grossest thing? This, I don't work at Walmart. So there's not a lot of gross stuff. Well, I mean, uh, like, you know, have you witnessed, like, somebody just buy, like, tequila condoms and jello and you're like hmm that's a that's a choice buy right there there is some times where people will buy things like three bags of cheetos a whole two cases of mountain dew a video game and i just look at that like i look at it and i'm like i'm not allowed to judge but have you checked your cholesterol lately what's going on there's that stuff where you really get to see people's true nature. And then you feel better. And then I feel better about my eating habits. Although sometimes I see that and I'm like, oh, that's good. Now I know what I'm getting for lunch. And then I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> this, <laughs> I'm falling into the trap. Yeah. And, it, you know, I'm trying to, I, there was this one moment that I've had a few times now, not a lot, but like twice where women have bought uh, pregnancy tests. And it is a weird thing to see the pregnancy test and realize like, I don't know why you're getting this. It's none of my business. And there was like one time I was like, this woman bought like two and of course, because just in case one of them doesn't work super well, you have another one. Sure. Um, and so I scanned them. And after I scanned them, I looked up at her and she had this like, I want to be a mom look about her. And I wanted to say something, but I was just like, not my place, not my job. I'm not. Mm -mm. I'm just going to keep scanning her shit. Going to let her move on. So but I did do this like weird telepathic thing with her. Where I handed her bag, I said, have a nice day. And we made this eye contact where it was definitely like, I secretly had this conversation. It was like, I hope this works. Congratulations, hopefully. And she, I could see it and her say, thank you. I hope so too. 
and then she walked off. It was beautiful and weird, and I hope to never go back to it. Also, that reminds me of, this is maybe a weird turn to take. You can edit it out. But that reminded me of, um, in this the latest D&D campa- campaign that I played, um, we had to take a companion with us on our journey, and the companion that we chose was this giant mushroom that the only thing that he was good for is that he could telepathically communicate to all of us at once. So we were just oh the God. whole entire campaign just, like, sending one another messages through our telepathic mushroom. And it was a psychedelic <laughs> experience that I will never get over. <laughs> I'd love D&D. Truly living my best shroom life. <laughs> Why are you nailing this and I suck so bad? Why are you so much better at podcasting than me? God damn it. <laughs> I'm not. I had a really apocalyptic interaction during the really because okay so i um before all of this covid when you know things were still open i um was mm-hmm. working at a coffee shop called anchorhead coffee if you are in the greater seattle area and you really want good coffee you should totally look them up on instagram facebook their website they have incredible coffee um anywho so i was lucky enough to be a barista there for the last year and it has been like a fantastic experience um and anywho our owner so we had to close during covid and our owner texted our um like all of the baristas on staff and he just said like hey pretty much um since we're closing everything in our stores has to go because um, even like our retail bags of coffee and stuff there, we're just going to bag them straight from the roastery and mail them out to people so that they won't have touched any, like they won't have been passed through any hands um, just to keep everything like quality control. So if anybody who needs anything, like please feel free to let yourself into the stores. You don't need to tell me that you're going. Go in and like essentially like you can ransack the place for anything you want. So take milk take pastries, take frozen goodies, like take a couple of retail beans for your friends, for your family, like take whatever you want. So I went like the next morning and what he didn't tell us was that, so all of our coffee shops are in like big business plazas. Like one of them is in the bottom of the Microsoft building. um, And that's the Mm -hmm. one that I went to. And obviously Microsoft is also closed and the business plaza is closed. So all of the electricity and everything is like out for the whole building. Oh my God. So I let myself in to this closed coffee shop that has no tables or chairs or anything in it anymore and was stuffing my backpack full of like cartons of oat milk and like taking boxes of pastries and retail coffee off the shelves and everything. And then I literally, as I was driving home, I called my husband and I was like, Ryan, what are the odds that you think we can bring some of this stuff to grocery stores and we can barter with people to trade us for their toilet paper? Because we had gone to like three stores and could not get any more toilet paper or paper towels. And so I literally like had this moment where I was like, people's got to have want coffee or like, or milk, or I've got like you know, 35 banana breads, maybe I can just 
like go to so- some poor mom and be like, excuse me, ma'am, can I have two rolls of toilet paper and I'll give you a bag of coffee? <laughs> Let's help each other oh out. Oh my god. And I literally was like, what? Oh my god. What world am I living in that this is what we've stooped to? We're just eating baked goods for the rest of our lives. And (laughs) if we can't buy toilet paper, we're going to have to pour out all these coffee beans and use that, the bags from that. Oh, I am so sorry. I, so when I first started doing checkout, I did not ask people if you found everything you needed today, because I knew the answer and I did not want to bring that depressing fact up to them after they probably spent like an hour or so in the store trying to find the things they need. So I avoided that question, like the effing plague, because that was like when the main questions that we're supposed to ask usually. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not going to make them more sad than I already am. I mean, they're already going to tell me you don't have any toilet paper. When are you getting more toilet paper? And then I have to be like, I have no fucking clue because I usually work at Starbucks and we don't know this information. I just want to make your coffee again. I don't want this interaction with you. I don't want to be this responsible for so many other things. I know. Life is so hard. Everybody's in weird roles. Okay, although I will say that I feel like the entertainment industry has been great during this time because there are so many movies and stuff that have just released for free that were supposed to be in theaters like Onward and The Invisible Man and The Hunt. Um, Okay, so I guess Disney and horror movies, they're, (laughs) they're doing great. And Tiger King, which by the way, have you watched Tiger King? I have not watched Tiger King. You know I'm such a hipster. If everybody's watching the thing, I ain't fucking watching it. Out of spite. You, I need you to get on my level. (laughs) Hey, I need you to get on the Shit's Creek level. And only a year later did you finally get on that train. Which may I mind you, a year ago when it wasn't as popular as it is now, I was singing its praises and now it's super popular. You're welcome, everybody. I am a trendsetter that nobody pays attention to. Well, I, in my defense, didn't have a way to watch it last year when you were watching it. So. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't have Netflix? It wasn't on Netflix last year. It was. It was on Netflix last year. It's been on Netflix the last three years. You have no excuse. I don't remember. Except for you didn't want to listen to me. It's like how I met your mother all over again. It's how I met your mother all over again. I'm a film major, people. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, but I. It has to come at the right time in your life. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like a year later. Yeah, when, when I it's popular to everybody else, my whole life is shut down and I can't go anywhere. Yes, that's the perfect time to binge a show. I'm sorry that you oh, agree. Oh, you were you were still binging Stranger Things because Stranger Things takes one day of commitment, and it came out during the summer like that. I didn't have classes. Oh, 
I'm sorry. You also watched it beforehand. You've also watched tons of other things while you've had school at the same time. Why are we arguing about this? Do you know what else we should talk about? Yeah, let's talk about something else. COVID-19 and touch starvation. What is touch starvation? Okay, so it's fascinating that you ask, Sammy. <laughs> Let me oh, dear God. You. Fuck me. Um, so I have a friend who's been doing this research project on um, like the effects of touch starvation. And because she read this article, um, and like this research article on how um, in order to have like quality health benefits from touch, you're supposed to have between 15 and 20 hugs a day. That's a lot of hugs. Think about how many hugs that is in COVID. You can't, you're not supposed to like hug. touch anybody ever touch. at all. So I've been thinking That's my dream. when all of this is over, I want to throw the biggest dance party. You thought I was going to say orgy. You're wrong. Um, no, I thought you were going to say hug party. And then we were going to have to talk about what the hell a hug party is. No, 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 no. I want the biggest dance party ever, but I also want everybody to dance and touch everybody. Because we have all needed it. And we all probably do still need it. And I just wanted to know, because you hate physical touch in all forms. I do, I do. I I was going to say I love not having physical touch, but yes, continue. So I just want to know how you're feeling in COVID-19 with not being able to touch people do you feel relieved or is there like any part of you that's like you know what I kind of miss high-fiving or rubbing elbows or whatever it is that you do because you don't touch people except for me you cuddle with me (laughs) I cuddle with you because I know it does something for you and it is solely for you It is not for me I am okay with it I will not say I enjoy it but it does not bother me like maybe it could have because we are friends. Uh, don't take offense to that. I did not grow up with much hugging or cuddling or any physical touch from any members of my family. I didn't tell my parents that I loved them actively till I was 16. And I forced us all to start saying, I love you when we leave and stuff. Because I was afraid that they would die. And I never said I love you to them. So <laughs> that was my life. Um, no, I have not noticed anything wrong with it. Actually, when you brought it up, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't hugged or touched anybody in a long time. I must not need it because I do not notice and I do not care. And I will say this, I get very paranoid when people do cash, not because of the germs on it, but because if they have coins, I'm going to have to touch the palm of their hand possibly to put the coins in so then it doesn't <laughs> wait i'm sorry I, it freaks me out you have an issue with touching somebody else's hand i don't like them getting change with coins because then i'm gonna have to put the coins in their hands which means i'm gonna have to touch their hand possibly i try to put it on top of the like monies and i don't touch it but sometimes the way they position their hand i have to touch their palm I have to, my hand has to make contact with their hands. And I do not like it. Even if I had gloves on, I still wouldn't like it. 
That is bizarre. I feel like the only thing I could possibly relate to in the, on that level is, like, the other day I noticed that there are some situations in which I just don't know what is socially appropriate, and that is what makes me uncomfortable. Like, when I was mm-hmm. at my friend's house, <laughs> and we were all watching a movie, and one of her sons, who's, like, all right, he's, like, my age... Um, mm-hmm. he came in and I was like, hey, do you want to sit? Because he was, like, looking for somewhere to sit. And I awkwardly had, like, a stack of books on a chair next to me. And so I thought it was rude to leave the stack of books there and not offer him the seat. So I, like, clumsily, like, moved all my books. And I was like, hey, do you want to sit here? And he's like, oh, no, that's okay. I'm actually, I prefer the floor. And so he sat on the floor, like, next to me where the armrest of the couch was. So then, like, his arm was, like, touching, like, we were just kind of, like, connected, but not connected on the same level. We were connected, like, leg and arm. And then all I could think about the whole movie was how I couldn't move and I was stuck because the way that my feet were positioned was in this, like, crisscrossy motion. And if I moved either of my feet, then they would have been under his butt. (laughs) (laughs) So I just didn't move my feet uh, for like two and a half hours. See, that's also me. Like whenever I sit next to almost anybody, honestly, especially people I don't know, I am constantly freaking out about touching them. Like I do not want to touch them. I don't want any physical contact. Oh dear God, they're touching me. They moved. Now we're touching. Now we're lightly touching. Oh dear God, this is so uncomfortable and weird. Why do we have to touch? Why can't we all be segregated to our own little box? The image of like finding Nemo. Because here's the thing. We're like, we're friends. So I wasn't freaked out by the uh-huh. fact that our like arm and leg were t- like, I wasn't like disturbed that we yeah. were touching because we hug and stuff, yeah. whatever. I was more concerned that, like, my feet were going to, like, slip, slip from their position. Right and, under like, his butt? Whack him in the butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, like, didn't want to have to explain myself. Um, <laughs> and then I just kept thinking of that moment from Fighting Nemo when they're like, don't touch the butt! Don't touch the <laughs> Um, I'm mature is the moral of that story. I don't realize the whole touching thing is such an issue with me until you bring it up. And then I have the, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, what's that? What's that movie? Oh, the sixth sense. When they like, somebody like brings up that fact that's like, spoiler alert, he's dead. But when he, they, when the movie like brings up the fact that like he's dead and then it goes back through all those moments he had where he thought like his wife was ignoring him or people didn't recognize him or stuff like that. I feel like when you address the fact like you don't like being touched is when I'm like, oh, right. And all of it comes flooding back how I just like naturally stay away from people. I naturally don't want to touch them. So since people um, have been coming to the store as their way of getting out of the house and socializing and just being around other people um we get quite a few crazy people that come daily there's one lady that comes in i avoid her we all try to avoid this woman as best as we can um because she will come in and just talk everybody's ear off and a lot of times she comes in and she doesn't buy anything she leaves empty-handed 
there's so many at first I tried to be super polite and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my 15. I now only have two minutes. And so now I've gotten to the point where like I see her and she starts talking to me and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I keep walking or I go into like the like employee area where she can't get in because I'm like, I can't, I have 15 minutes. I have 30 minutes. I cannot waste it with you because then I'm going to have to go stand at a register for another two hours. Um, There was one lady, I think it was like yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. uh, She found her way into the employee bathroom, uh, locked herself in there. And uh, one of the girls I work with, her name is Ashton. uh, She like went to go use the restroom. She opened the door to this woman who's not using the restroom or anything. The door was not locked at this point. And she's like, Oh, and she like saw her and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And the lady was like, yeah, you better be and slam the door in her face. So sad. Yeah, and she's like, oh. <laughs> and then she's like, so then I went and told like Andrew, who was our uh security person. She's like, I went and told Andrew, and apparently she's been in here already and was acting weird. So many weird things. One time I found I went to go get a pair of shoes. I saw one pair, I was like, oh. And I looked at them, I was like, are those dirty? And I examined them more, and I was like, they are dirty. These are dirty. Like, somebody wore them. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear God. Somebody literally took off their old pair of shoes that they bought at Target that got dirty and switched them out with a new pair and walked out of the store with them. <laughs> I was like brought him up to uh Wendy who's one of our uh one of the people that like runs the service desk. So I was like, Wendy, do these look used to you? She looked at it, she's like, Yeah, where'd you find these? Said, found them chilling in the shoe section. Somebody stole a pair of shoes and they but don't worry, they put their old pair here as a replacement. Also, somebody's stealing vacuums at our target. They're a high commodity. Um, this mofo's been doing it across, like, all the targets in the area. That is so strange. Uh, it's so strange. Also, how in the world is he leaving Target with a vacuum cleaner? Like, That's how? Question. Yeah, we have special, like, things on it that you cannot open without our magnet things. I do not know. No, it's not an employee because Andrew, our security person, recognizes the guy. And it's like tracking him amongst all the dark. So weird. Maybe he's like your town supervillain. And he's creating a big vacuum suction black hole. He's the worst supervillain. Also, our fucking Batman is in quarantine. So nobody's stopping this dude. I guess what we've learned today is COVID-19 is that drunken bitch we did not invite to the party and decided to ruin it for everybody. But at least we're getting some laughs out of it, right? And remember, she only has a shelf life of 14 days. I guess that's it for another episode of What Makes Me Laugh. I'm Sammy Lee Davis. Uh, That is Jesse Murray. And I hope we made you laugh today. And if not, check out Tiger King and that will make you laugh. (laughs) 